Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken here, just reminding you that all of my books are available on sale over at chrisakinbooks.com. And for you dummies that can't spell my last name, that's A-K-I-N. So C-H-R-I-S-A-K-I-N-B-O-O-K-S.com. Get them. Whether you want the fun musical stuff or you want the depressing divorce and burn accident stuff, it's all there. So go to chrisakinbooks.com. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com from the 5150 release that uh, featured uh, the debut of Sammy Hagar joining uh, Van Halen. That, of course, is the best of both worlds. And uh, a guy who uh, lives the best of both worlds on and off, uh, you know, in and out of the music world is our friend and, and, uh, you know, music correspondent, uh, Eric Braverman. What's going on there, Eric? Are you guys okay? We're good. Are you okay, Well, I Chris? heard Chris say clearly, hey, when Eric Braverman said he had a Van Halen story, did you say no? <laughs> you said briefly, we'll make it brief. <laughs> so, so, you were, about, so, so you were tuned in, huh, Eric? I, this is what I do on this, Saturday. Well, let me, let me ask you, Eric. Plus, you I'm had... ready to do an election guide and a let's please support ACDC. Well, be a three- well, let me ask you, Eric, have you, have you checked out our video component of the show that uh, we've been developing for the last year? Yeah, I'm watching right now. Like Chris has like a Van Halen pattern behind Well, him. look at you. Look at you. Hey, you know what? Van Halen, the only man to ever have a pattern. There you go. <laughs> well, well, what do you, what do you think of our live video feed, Eric? You're in the video, uh, well, it worked, the, the, the technical part, you know, I watch the view every day, you know, like you guys do. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and they're on like coronavirus and like, they have like Mickey mouse as their boss and they're like all in different rooms somewhere, you know, upset and it never works. So you're better than the view as of right now. And we have no money behind us, Eric. No, that's bullshit. Just stop kidding the fans. Is Chris not in this segment? Or I'm here. I'm right here. God damn it! All right. Well, we we just wanted your opinion because obviously you've been you've been the CEO. I think it's really cool. You've been I running. Think it's all really cool. Well, and you... how much stuff? How much stuff is into it? Like like tied into it? So there's like anybody, like somebody that just is like in. Guam with like a snake and a coconut should be able to watch it <laughs> or, listen, or at least listen to it or watch it. a snake and a coconut. Well, you know, Guam technology is not up to, this is a compliment to you guys. <laughs> and then they can still see the Nikki six skull thing. You know, here's the worst problem that, that I know that it's going well. When I hear my wife, like in another part of a store or something, go, fuck you, pal. <laughs> um, no jokes. No jokes tonight. Well, well, before because you, of, be, before you get to yeah. your big Van Halen reveal, there, I got Eric. like two, I got like three, I got so many. I'm trying to pare it down to like two. All right. Okay. Well, well, before we do that, um, yeah. Hey, I like just before, we, if we're talking about Van Halen first, just the fact that you guys had some people mentioning, Mark Ferrari and Bono on here. It just, wow. Right on. Warms my heart like m- maple syrup out of the microwave. Just, 
the guy, and then your and then the guy that you called like the the big Van Halen fan guy. Yeah, he said the words like, "Oh, the the uh, for uncarnal violent knowledge, whatever album." Like, just hey, dude, what's that guy's name? John. Yeah, John. Hey, John, you're probably not listening anymore. You don't have the strength. But if you are, or anyone that knows John, help him kill himself <laughs> so he can retain a shard of dignity. <laughs> No, serious. I'm. I'm. He sounded like a good guy, but you know he doesn't want to go out because later in life, his family or someone like on um, what's that thing like? You know, Ancestry dot com. They could still see this shit. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, Bono. Well, whoever said Bono, I'm coming to their house tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Eric. Uh... Yeah. You know, you you uh, claim that that you're in retirement. So how, yes, how how's the retirement going? Retirement's for going you? good. We're going. We restored the fifty or forty year old motorhome. Okay. And we're going to go on a thousand mile test trip this week, up and down canyons. We're going to where Geronimo surrendered, open raw canyons. Um, places where people don't even know they'll be like, "What face mask?" I don't know what that is. So we'll be doing that, touching Indians. It's going that well. Okay. It's not my choice to retire. Neil Neil Peart or Piart or Piart and Malcolm Young and Eddie Van Halen and Kirk Hammett are dead. You know, we can't bring them back. Kurt Hammett is dead. Yes. <laughs> I knew he was clinging to life. No, he had a hair. There was a recent hair operation, which got like infected or something. I don't know. Really? Is that true? Here's, well, it's, yes, it's true. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Um, the, uh, and you know, people don't even mention Harpo, you know, they're going Mark Ferrari and Bono and Ingve Malmsteen. It's like, dude, Harpo. Okay. What can I do for you guys tonight? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I want to help you guys. Well, I wanted to ask, you know, yeah. since we we're talking about our video component that we're offering yeah. to the fans for free. It's awesome. Uh, compliments of, of Aiken IT Services, who works day and night on yeah, this Yeah, but ship. you don't tell the people about, the, what is it, 70 or 80, or 80 people behind the scenes that bring the classic metal show to life yeah, every it, week? You're just looking at the two that bring you the show, Eric. Right, people think it's just YouTube. They don't know there's this vast. They don't know about the wardrobe and the special effects yeah. and the uh, legal, the legal department. That's like 40 people. Yeah, right. You know, once you guys start talking about, like, you know, Nancy Pelosi, you know, lawyers are activated, you know, and. <laughs> but, but is you. Is Chris going to be part of this segment? I'm in here. Can you not hear me? Is. All right. Can you not hear me? I can. All right. I'm here. I'm just right, waiting. Okay. I'm looking for a spot between you and Neely. There's nowhere for me to wedge in. So I'll just listen. There is. There is. Actually, well, you need to get on like a bigger ladder. Well, you come down from on top of us. Well, you what, your full fucking body weight. So your full fucking body weight. Right. Well, 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 what I wanted to know, Eric, yeah. you know, comparatively, I mean, we're late late in the game and they're you know obviously video podcasting is the way stop to it netflix barely works your your thing works really good and there's tons of choices and good graphics it looks professional 
it's educational. It's connected to everything. Like I said, what what did I need? I have to bring more uh, independent, uh, sovereign areas besides Guam into the review? <laughs> well, what I wanted to know, since you've been yeah. actively involved with heavy metal television for the last, yeah. you know, almost six years now. No, we're having an eight-year anniversary. Is it, like, is in, it eight in, years in already? Eight. And you know what? Again, Edward Van Halen tribute. The first rule, the first rule we made when we started heavy metal television on Halloween Eve, on Devil's Night 2012 was we all put our hands like together and held it over like a fire and shit. And we said, never Van Hagar. Never. <laughs> oh, we never have. And, uh, I, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, fair enough. And and things are still going strong there for heavy metal television. It is, it is for the people that are there enjoying it, you know. Because yeah, we make, when we're really high and stuff, we still make like 50 or $60 an hour, 24 hours a day. Hmm? So it doesn't sound like that much, but at the end of the month, it's like, what the fuck? So <laughs> we split the, they split the money up. I try not to take any. I take some for food and, you know, I make them make me some fancy food and I give them the rest. All right. Nice. Well, would, would this component, would this, would this be a good, I love that someone also mentioned Brian Welch of corn. I've been to more corn shows than any other American. You know, it's a factual thing. Okay. I've been to more corn shows than any other American. I never went head. Head's like a Van Halen. Well, for for um, all we were talking about was innovators, yeah, and he changed the sound. You know what? He changed. You can't. You can't argue that he changed the sound. Yeah, you're. You know, I don't know if they changed the sound. But they created their own like league. They they created their own league. Yeah, bands that were all together. So yeah. probably more than just creating a sound. They created their own separate league of what the fuck. Yeah, so they were innovators in that in that uh, regard, right? I feel yes, absolutely, hundred yes, yes. Okay, well, that was the kind of. But the I discussion. think if you had, it, but but check it out. If you're in a room with Brian, who's a recovering meth addict, and I think a recovering Christian at the same time, and you put Edward Van Halen in a room, and you said, and you played something and said, "Play this back to me." Edward Van Halen would just play it back to you. Okay. And Welch wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Well, but that wasn't. Again, I went to, I've been to more than a hundred corn shows. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, we weren't trying to say, we were not saying there, we weren't saying skill as much as guys that changed the game somehow. And that, and that was Eddie changed the game. And then after Eddie, nobody really changed the game until for me anyway, till corn because corn came with a different sound and a different well, style than anybody right, else. You're hundred percent right. But that's like real deep and historical, but judging this stuff, judging art leads to this a couple of years ago, the Academy Awards, they put up, they tell people what movies are good. So we watched the Academy Awards and they said the best movie in the world is called moonlight. Okay. So we were like, it's the best movie in the world. It was the worst movie in the world. <laughs> we thought it was like about a gay black guy in Florida, and it was like 
There was no machine gun battle. I don't think there was even one robot like in the whole thing. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I think it's really absurd to judge these things. I, I will say this, though. <clears throat> if I was on a bunch of morphine and someone just said, who's the king of guitar playing, I, I probably even subconsciously would say Eddie Van Halen. All right. I agree. Now, now, one of our callers said Malcolm Young was a game changer. Now, I know you're a huge ACDC fan. No, I'm a huge Malcolm Young. It's Malcolm Young. And, and also, part of the thing tonight when I called in is like, stop, that shot in the dark song, ouch. You don't like that song? No, we were really sad. A lot of the friends, we had a guy, we, had, we actually had a guy uh, throw himself into the gears of a carousel at a fair <laughs> down here. We was hearing. I thought yeah. it, I thought it was pretty, um, you know, uh, for, you're a gentleman. Well, no, but but a for, shot in the dark, a walk through the park. What? First of all, shot in the dark, really. Like they're pretty close to Ozzy in recognition. Like, dude, get a pen out. This is what happens when you cut Brian Johnson out of the lyrical content. Well, did did you like the musical part of no. it? You didn't like that no. either. I thought Black Ice started, it really started getting bad with like Black Ice and that rock and roll train or rock and bus, rock or bus, that's bad shit too, but two word review for Black Ice, black shit, <laughs> and they haven't done dick, it's terrible. Well, well what do you expect from ACDC at this? I expect at, them to retire like Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky, like a gentleman. So, so you basically want them to bow out with dignity. Is that what you're telling me? With a, to carry a shard of dignity. You know, there's a wonderful film called Let There Be Rock. I think Chris probably has it somewhere in his house. You, <laughs> you watch that. It's like, thank you. That's like the best thing ever. Like, why? Thank you. It's over. <clears throat> but the ACDC thing, it's just a very, like, what? It's so ego and weird driven. Like Angus Young, he has his own Philip Morris factory in his yard. That's like, you can't get more shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I, well, I kind of, well, I got to be honest with you, Eric. I actually kind of enjoyed the, the song. I like it too. If it was any other thing ever that came out of it. What a nice little song. Dude, they're never going to be back in black and they're never going to be Bon Scott era. Why yeah. are they doing it? This is this is like razor's That's edge. is not playing basketball. Why can't they just accept that the way Rob has? Well, I, that I agree with you with. I think they should have retired before stiff upper lip. Whatever was before stiff upper lip should have been. Was that ball breaker? That should have been it. Yeah. But you You're know, I, and then, and then again, dude, it's all about this shit which you guys talked about earlier in the show. Oh, Malcolm Young. He brought us a bunch of songs about alcoholism, Satan and girls. <laughs> and Neil Peart, he played drums, and then he wrote books for us. And Eddie Van Halen was the king. He can dazzle any string. If you believe in forever, then life is just a one-night stand. <laughs> If there's a rock and roll heaven, then you know they got a motherfucking band, band, band. So it's just like about this shit, you know, people have to go through the, I, I'm just like, don't understand why people can't retire. 
Do you at least agree that that song is better than Let's Play Ball? So's me and you in a kazoo. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I, I'm, and again, I might not be as sharp as usual because I have to use a lot of my thoughts right now as an election guide for people. So I'm like an election guide for people. All right, Eric. Well, you uh, had called me earlier and said that you had some Van Halen, uh, yeah, you know, stories. Two great ones. All right. Well, here we want to hear them. Okay, here goes. I'm in high school. The people, I'm in high school, and I hear that Van Halen's having a concert with Judas Priest and the Scorpions and Motley Crue and Ozzy and Triumph down the street. And and what year would this be, Eric? Was before you guys were born? It's 1983. <laughs> All right. And. My, I lived in a rural area, and they had a thing called commencement, which when you graduated, one of the nights of it was commencement where some jamokes with a Bible came in and blessed the class, and it was like a mandatory thing, and wow, wow, wow. And uh, Now, now where, where did this take place? Avondale, Arizona. All right. So, so have you always been an Arizona resident? Have, have no. You- I was born in Buffalo, New York. Wow, okay. And I still go back. I like extreme heat or extreme cold. <laughs> okay. I still work out here, and uh, my parents asked me what I thought would be a good graduation present. This gets real good. All right. And I say, you know, I'd like to go to the US Festival. And mom and dad are like, all right. We thought you were going to ask for a car. US Festival, it's $18. <laughs> yeah, but, so uh, but started- you had to go to Glendale, California, right? It was in uh, San Bernardino. Yeah, San Bernardino, right there at the two fifteen fifteen split. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's actually right there where the road starts going up to Big Bear Mountain and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I used so, to um, I used to live just a little north of that. Right, so it's even closer to my house than even going to Los Angeles, like nothing. So I got a couple other kids, and it became a big deal because the school said you can't graduate unless. You go to commencement. I'm like, well, that's religiously not correct with the Constitution. So I'll be at the concert if you need me. Happy to go to graduation. All right. So my parents and some other local dignitaries backed me up. And I remember my principal saying, have fun at the Von Holland concert. Never forget that. Von Holland? And we go out there. And uh, we get there and it's overrun thing. Like there's too many people. It's insane. So we go up to the front of the place just to take some pictures because they had a beautiful flower garden shaped in the us festival logo and don't worry just there'll be some personal van halen interactions coming up real quick so i go to that and i'm like wow this is beautiful and there's a bunch of la type cops on horses and we ask them like hey can we camp here and the cop goes i don't give a fuck fuck you so we camped on top of the flowers at the entrance of the already overflowing thing as we set up camp, a large destroyed muscle car pulls up with two giant black men wearing vests, stinky vests covered in heavy metal logos, <laughs> with their entire car and backseat filled with Budweiser cans. I immediately put them to work as my personal security, and we start selling beers for $2. I could get right to the front because, like, <clears throat> I'm already at the front entrance. <clears throat> So I go there, 
We watched the concert from the you know front row and high five and everyone. I think I even had a milk crate. There was also this also the biggest heavy metal concert in the history of America. If you knew that. So uh, we come home from all that. There's a bunch of funny stories and People Magazine with Psycho Two with Anthony Perkins comes out and one of the articles is Us Festival article and on the first pages is there's a picture of me there in like the third row. And when you turn the page on the very back picture is one Robert Halford. Thank you. I'll <laughs> prove all this because I have the People magazine. So. Well, let me well let me, <laughs> well, let, me yeah. let me ask you something, Eric. How yeah. how did you find out about the uh, Us Festival? I mean, obviously, yeah, this you is, know what? That's a great question. Well, I, sure. well, wait a minute. Let me finish. This I'm was sure. this, this is pre-internet age, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. so how did you find out about it, and how did you have the means of you know going to California to divorce? Okay, graduation gift. Okay, my mom and dad are going to buy me a ticket and then give me some dough for some gas and some snacks because that's all I'm asking for my graduation ticket. I think I heard about it on MTV and the radio, mm-hmm. and I actually have my two tickets of the two days I went. And I also have the program signed by Ian Hill and Glenn Tipton. And I also have the Us Festival uh, Memorial Day poster, which when you opened it, it's a picture of Van Halen doing the Marine thing at Iwo Jima with the flag. Okay. Now, now how that did, and again, so, so you ran into the Judas Priest guys in the No, crowd. it was like later. Later at some time, I was hanging out with those dudes. And I was like, do you remember this? And Glenn's like, this was the coolest thing because, you know, when they do fake pictures of concerts to make it look big, when we helicoptered in there, it looked like one of those album covers and blah, blah, blah. So I had him probably in Ian sign that on a tour, just like try fucking, I think it was a Slayer Judas Priest show in Fresno the night Adam signed that years later. Well, well, how did you run into them at the Us concert? I didn't run into him at the S concert. I had the book and I had him sign it later. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. All right. So that's just a funny story of how much I like Van Halen. And, <laughs> and also that was the great, that was the fucking coolest concert. Have you ever watched Van Halen at the US festival? I have. Yeah. That's what we did here. Cause I have one of the greatest DVDs of it. Cause I have all the stuff with like MTV and Mark Goodman. Plus they had these video screens showing them partying and stuff that they played like on the video screens before they came out that were really funny with like midgets and whores and drunk and fucking people and video games and shit. Well, that's, that's so, quite a party midgets and whores and, and alcohol. Yeah. 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 So let's just fast forward to a point where I'm hanging out with Jason. You said, he tells me we're, we're going on tour with Van Halen. And I'm like, you're going on. No, you're not. Just get off the weed. No, we're going on tour with Van Halen and Dawkins and the Scorpions. Like that's just retarded. What? What? Don't do. Don't even do that, because people won't think you're cool. So we go do it, and one of the nights there was a lot of these nights, but one that was real funny with Edward Van Halen was we were playing a place that I know is near and dear to Chris Aiken's heart, the Akron Rubber Bowl. Yeah, I was at the show. <laughs> but yeah, is that building still up? No, they no. took it down. Mm-hmm. So what's there now? Like a fucking well, well, it's right next to the uh, 
soapbox derby track, the USA <laughs> soapbox derby track, but that Very was important. the well, it was the home of the Akron University Zips. Wow. The football team. And also, one of the reasons I wanted to go to Akron, yeah. we stayed at some place that was like a hotel, like a Hilton built into old grain silos. Yeah, yeah, it was the, uh, it uh, was the General Mills uh, yeah. silos. It was like, is that a Hilton or some shit? Yeah. That's yeah. where all the bands played. That's all the bands played. And so I was already just more interested in going and starting World War II shit with Rudolf Schenker again. Which in front of everybody on that, because remember, it was one of the only shows, if not the only one, that was two nights for some reason. Yeah. You remember that shit, Chris? Mm -hmm. I do. Two nights for some stupid ass reason. And, and the floor of that thing was all made of tire rubber. Yep. <laughs> like 75,000 degrees. Yeah, it was hot. Anyway. Yeah, that that was the yeah, that show they, they had the water it. cannons. Remember they had the water cannons on yeah. the side? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And also I didn't drink at that time. I didn't drink for like 25 years. So I just was on weed. So it wasn't <laughs> like I have my whole thing is fucked up from drugs and shit. I smoked some weed that weekend, but I wanted to go there and I went to like the show before and after, but I just thought a weekend in this goofy place. So anyway, after I had Rudolph Schenker yell at me in front of everyone at the bar, Oh, this is Mr. Braverman. My father was this close. If it would have been a little different, we would have won the war and you would not be laughing and making so much fun right now, Mr. Braverman. <laughs> now, how, how did you know him? I'll at never that... forget that shit. Well, well, how did you know him at that time? Because I was like addicted to rock. So by this, so I started going to rock shows a couple of years before that, maybe just a few, but I went to like every and as many as I could. And I was a spoiled, good person. So if I just said, I'm going to, tell someone to drive me to five scorpion shows you know I, I would work that shit out so um anyway i was making a video because i like to make stupid videos with the bands and shit because I'm like why aren't people making videos and they thought that i was trying to gonna bribe them and show their wives this is what they told me their tour manager at the time this gay guy tells me that you, we know you're making videos. You could sell them to MTV and bribe the band while they're with these high school girls to their wives. <laughs> and right. then the World War II challenges started. Believe me, if we could construct a railroad and a, an ovens to send you and your friends right now, we would. <laughs> you would not enjoy the grain elevator that is now a hotel that you are laughing inside. Yeah, it's called Quaker Square. That sounds, yeah, that's like where it was. Yeah. So, but I mean, I just loved it when he kept showing his two fingers. My father was this close. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I remember asking, would you guys have shut down Disneyland or you just made like a hit, like a Nazi Disneyland? <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we're partying. Yeah. And what me and Jason and Kirk are fucking smoking some weed. And Edward Van Halen comes along and goes, hey, uh, partying with a friend tonight in my room. I'm like, why don't you guys come by? You're a funny guy. Just come over. I'm like, he's partying with a friend in his room. You know, Kirk Hammett's like, Edward Van Halen's asked us to come to his room. What should we do? I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I'm in room, I'm in room 514 or whatever. <laughs> so we go up there and, you know, knock on the door and the door opens and Edward's there. Hey, hey, you guys, great, great. Kept saying, you guys are really funny. 
you guys are funny. He was saying that to like all three of us. I remember going, he means me. Like, <laughs> I was like, you mean him? But anyway, so he goes, this is my friend. I was telling you about meet my friend. It's the fucking honor bar. <laughs> you know what that thing is? Yeah, it's just the the, the, the bottles. He, his friend was just booze. But his friend was the refrigerator with all the little snacks. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. The fucking, and it's all mixed up booze. You know, so it's like set so anybody can make a tequila sunrise or a Bloody Mary or a whiskey and Coke. You know what I'm saying? He just killed that fucking thing. <laughs> he murdered it. Murder. Plus, he smoked like 10 million cigarettes. Did it, this guy live to be 65? That's not even possible. Yeah. <laughs> he smoked like 2 million cigarettes when I saw him. He, he, and, and, and he, but he talked to the thing. Like, they were, they were friends. Because he was like, remember that night in St. Louis in the refrigerator? You know, the door was open. It's kind of, you know, vibing him maybe with the little fluorescent light in there or whatever. He's like, remember that night? That shit? I fucking threw up on top of that car and that girl. And he's like, hey, you guys having fun? Come on, smoke some weed. You guys like weed? And he had, like, doobies that were, like, bigger than pillows. <laughs> he, like, put a pillow and trying to light it the other end. And there's, like, three guys helping him. They killed all the shit, and he's this really fucking friendly, funny guy. And he had no eyes, you know? And, he, and then we did that multiple times. So, so did what when you say multiple times? Yeah. Was it during the Monsters of Rock tour, or just over the decade? Over, over. Well, Monsters of Rock probably ended up being like fucking seven, and then over the other times, dude, I I fucking party with him the night he came to town with Gary Sharon. <laughs> and my best friend was his head merchandise guy that night. And then the merch guy's like, you know this guy? And he's like, dude, wow. You know that you get around. You're a funny guy. Well, well again, like, Eric, I, I got to ask yeah. you the question. How yeah. is it that you've managed to, you know, travel as much as you had in your, you know, younger years and be able to attend all these shows and be able to have as much access as you had? There, no, I think it's like kind of like the other stuff. Mark. Like I like caving. So I became number three in caving in America, the number one, the caving director for the National Forest Service. Like, I was his go-to guy. He worked for the Forest Service. His name was Mr. Trout. Is that, could that be real? <laughs> well, again, how did you manage to do that? other people didn't try it. I, I just tried it. Well, but, but you got to have like the time and the means and the ability to do that. Not everybody can how, just, what? it's a free concert. Yeah. But, but you got to travel and how do you, you know, Yeah, but on Metallica, on Metallica, I always just went in the production room and laid a bunch of receipts down. <laughs> All right. Same with Slayer. <laughs> and then when I was on tour with Flotsam and Jetsam, I always made sure I had this awesome ninja production guy that could do like sound and lights and all the shit. And he just preferred me to be like the security guy or deal with shit he didn't want to deal with. So we always made a deal. So I just like, I think probably because I was pretending to work and then putting the time into, um, you know, meeting the astronauts. 
house, my parents didn't care. My parents didn't care if I was at the Holiday Inn at 3 o'clock in the morning. Because when I told them, when you tell your parents, well, I'm, I'm Johnny, Johnny Cash and June said that it's fine. They'd be like, okay, he's with Johnny and June. Just fuck it. I think, I think there's just. What are they going to do, rape him? And I'm the only guy hasn't been raped. You know, everyone else has been raped by the Catholic Church and the Boy Scouts. You know, and all that. Right. Everybody's been raped but me. So I've just been at a good time. My parents never abused me until I was 50 years old. We're <laughs> <laughs> We got to start abusing him. So I think it was luck. A lot of it's luck. I'm the luckiest person probably in the world, but I also outgoing personality and kind of funny about stuff. And I just, it was just like, there was no one else there bugging them. You know, who else goes to an ACDC show and goes, goal tonight, ring the hell's bell. Fuck <laughs> the band and everything in the show. We're ringing the hell's bell, goddamn. <laughs> I'll stay here till four. I don't care if it's being loaded out in the truck. They didn't want you to do that. Like it emboldens you to go goofier, you know? Yeah. Well, but, but most people don't have the means to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? But it's not expensive if you know people all over. Yeah. But, and, and but remember but, driver but, rooms, but, you know what driver rooms are. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Most people have to show up at a job at seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Cause they want to. Because they want stuff. <laughs> no, they got to keep a roof over their head. I don't want anything. No, remember, I'm spoiled good. So my parents, they were like, you know, we got eight houses. If you contribute a little bit, this one's destroyed by some renters. I think they were probably crazy. I think they might have been from Mississippi. If you just, if you want to take that over, you know, type of shit. All so the time. so your parents were, par- your, your parents were people of beans. Uh, they worked real hard. Like my dad was a guy that like would have like a million dollars in cougar ants. And then, but when you went to the seven 11, he'd be over there working in there. <laughs> you'd be like, dad, what are you doing? Yeah. It's picking up an extra shift. Seven <laughs> Eleven, Making some coffee. Like you have a million dollars. It's fine. My mom was kind of like that too. Cause my, they were from like the depression and shit. So once they had money, they, they didn't just go, oh, I have money now. They just made, they just kept going they and going. Pre- Plus, they, pretended like they, never, they pretended like they didn't have money and they continued working. Right. Like- and, and also, like I said, a lot of luck. All right. Like, do you think, you know, knowing you two guys, knowing Chris Aiken and Mr. Neely's a bit of luck. And when you chain all these bits of luck together, it can become a fairly nice life. Yeah. Because I don't care about fancy clothes, you know, and I don't care about fancy car. I'm I'm where I'm driving the truck I took to college. <laughs> so my truck has probably three hundred and sixty thousand miles on that thing. Right. <laughs> and then I don't go buy a motorhome. I'm built my own fucking motorhome. Sure. Which we're going to start testing Monday. So that's a good question, but I think it's, I can't take any credit for it <laughs> myself. Well, if, it's all if, like, if you it's happen, all like family and people like you guys, Tom yeah. Mariah, Tom Mariah, Lars Ulrich, Michael Jordan, National Forest Service. Those are the things that it's unbelievable how much I've milked out of those things. Well, if you, if you swing through the Chicago area and, you know, hook up with your friend, Mark Paschke or, 
or swing through the Ohio area and hook up with your good friend Chris Aiken, you know, let us know you're in the area. Mark Paschke's, I don't know if he's having fun anymore. I haven't talked to him for a while, that poor guy. He had a big falling out with Kirk Hammett again. He's not working with Kirk Hammett anymore. Well, you know, Eddie Trunk had a big falling out with Rob Halford and, uh, you know, Paul, Paul Stanley. Yeah. How can you have a falling out with Rob Halford? Let me tell you some funny ass thing. Cause I heard you guys <laughs> talking about this and you said, why, what's the deal? I, every person, this includes every member of Metallica, every member of Judas Priest, every member of Slayer, every member of Kiss, every member of Pantera, every member of Skid Row, every member of Tool. I could just go down. If you say the words Eddie Trunk around them, they have to go. It's like the Pepto-Bismol commercial. <laughs> where they're like, nausea, heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. It's like, what? They just start singing that Pepto-Bismol diarrhea song. I've never heard any good thing about Eddie Trunk. By the way, <laughs> have you ever seen him on anything or heard him? Well, I, I've hung out with him on at least a half a dozen occasions. And how was there a lot of sexual tension? Or, <laughs> you guys are still, I mean, what? He had a child. Did you know he climbed aboard some gal and had a kid or so? <laughs> well, I know he has a couple kids, I'm, I think. How? How? Like, do you imagine? Hey, climb aboard. Like, dude, the guy. There's certain shit in the world. I hate to be a fucking total dick all the time, <laughs> but if you could kill someone, what's the Scarface line? I kill, I kill him for fun. I'd kill Eddie Trunk with ants, like ants and like bees and like <laughs> my snake. I put my snake and my giant spider and my world's most dangerous turtle and my giant African lizard and my pit bull. And, but I would tie his kids to him. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. So the whole thing of like, oh, I wonder why Paul Stanley doesn't like him. Paul Stanley doesn't like genital rashes. <laughs> There's no redeeming. It's like that movie Moonlight. Like that's Eddie Trump should be in that. He should make his own version of it. A gay Florida black guy fucking gets Academy Award for being a lame movie. Right. So why don't you like Eddie? Is it just because he's so pompous? I don't even know. You don't even need to know. Why don't you like why don't you like inhaling vinegar? You know, does this, <laughs> you don't hey, is your toilet big enough for me to get into so you can shit on me? Or should I just lay down on the bathroom floor? Yeah, go ahead and get in the toilet. I can curl up in there. I just that's an absurd question. Like, oh, my God, you know, everyone's so worried about the election in America. It's so easy. Donald Trump gets elected again. No problem. Fighting the landslide. Then the next president, a gay, Muslim, black, Mexican woman in a wheelchair. Boom. Then after her, maybe Pence. So um, enjoy. It's going to go your way eventually. But yeah, Eddie Trunk's one of those people where you're like, Where's that sharp knife? You, know, you don't know why they have a show. Wendy Williams. Why does that man that looks like a woman? I don't even know what's going on there. Well, let me let me ask you something, Eric. I don't know if yeah. you've kept up with the whole the whole Ace Frehley ex girlfriend saga. 
No, I don't even know it. I, I, you know, when I'm not listening to BTS, the Korean lads. Yeah, no. You know, they're a fine musical outfit. No, I did not know. I don't not. I love Ace Freely, but I don't. I did not know he was having a problem with his girlfriend. What can no, I do? his ex girlfriend. Well, let's call him. <laughs> call him up. Call the shit right now. And I don't even know what it is. Well, what, what, what's going on? Well, he had a had a girlfriend. I guess she was kind of like his beggar and hanger on. But how long, Chris? Like five Twelve years. Twelve years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve years, and okay. they basically booted her to the curb. Okay. And so she's crying foul that uh, she took care of him, washed his ass, wrote some of his songs. She did everything <laughs> for this man, and he was ungrateful. And now she's out in the streets with nothing. Okay. But that's not the that's not even the beginning of it. Not, and he's she's also saying that that Paul Stanley used to suck Ace's dick and that Paul used to shower with Ace like every time they toured together Paul would shower with Ace and suck his cock. Oh, in the Peter Chris book. I think <laughs> Peter Chris would have that in the book. <laughs> there was nothing in the Peter Chris book about these showers at all. Right. Well, that's, he would have been anxious to show, to tell the shower story. Right. Well, that, that's right, her. Ahead. That's her story. Okay. Said that Gene right, Gene so, was on Epstein Island. No, wait, wait. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no, seriously, not, what's the problem? Is she suing him? Does she have a lawyer? She's no, like, no. She the, she's a spurned woman who okay. who basically got her ass booted to the curb after twelve years. And uh, she believed that her life was going to be a breeze from here on out. And, you know, now she's like, well, I spent 12 years taking care of this man, know all the inside stories. And now he kicked me to the curb. And so now I'm spurned and I need to get back at him somehow. Okay. So then if you're asking me the first, there's just like three questions real quick. We can wrap this up just like judge Judy. Um, <laughs> did you say that? Ace was blowing Paul or Paul is blowing it? Well, according to her, mm -hmm. allegedly, mm -hmm. pa Paul was blowing Ace on the tour. Okay, Paul's blowing Ace. Okay, when he was asleep. Yeah. When he was asleep. What? What's the difference? <laughs> I think the difference would be consent. People are asleep or not? I'm into the whole, did you ever hear the Slayer song, Necrophiliac? <laughs> yes. Right. You really care about a sleep. Like if you're getting fucked, people love it. All right, so that was my first question. Totally get it. Paul's blowing him all the time. Get it. All right. Second question. Let's solve this. Just like Judge Judy. Does he have any money? Who weighs? Yeah. I I don't know. Probably not. Probably not a ton. I mean, I can't imagine that he has a ton now. Jason Newstead just bought a house for $6 million two days ago in upstate New York. A second house. That's sick. No, no, he has one in Florida, one in Montana. They're all million, million okay. houses. The one in Walnut Creek? No, he sold Walnut. Okay. So he's got Jupiter and Sula, Montana, and just bought one. So he just bought a six, third multi-million dollar house. So if he, and he can't even before, he can't, I mean, Ace still does some cruises and shit. All right, third question. Probably the most important question. Okay. Of the three questions we could solve this, because you're asking me to solve it fairly for Ace. <laughs> is, is she hot? Average. She might have been average. at one time, but. You're not. average. 
I'm less than average. average. She's average. So he could just have you. Yeah, no. Well, this is bad for Ace. I mean, if she's if he's got a chick that looks like Chris Aiken, <laughs> he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any money. And he has that black star like next to his pubes on one side. <laughs> like the makeup push there in his pelvic. <laughs> he looks down, he's like, there's that star. <laughs> These are the Wow. All right, I'm sorry I said we were going to solve this tonight. I was just, <laughs> one of us should, someone should call Ace. Those, that, didn't, that was so simple. Because, like, she's real hot. Hooray. If you have money, hooray. You know, Paul Stanley's doing it with you. Boom. At least get a laminate to the next tour for a friend or something. <laughs> win. 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 You know, this sad, this whole thing, let me say this real quick, because a lot of the people, you know, with all the stress of the virus, I'm kind of like Trump. I got the virus, and like two hours later, I was like, I, I feel better than I have since I was a toddler. <laughs> the um, Edward Van Halen lived as a champion king for 40 fucking years, undisputed champion. There's no sad bit. End of story. Be like Edward Van Halen should be laughing and going, this motherfucker. He only made, what, six albums in his life? We don't count the Van Hagar albums. I don't even argue this shit again ever. <laughs> but I will fuck someone up. Bullshit of the highest order I've ever heard since being an American citizen. It's worse than the Kavanaugh hearings. <laughs> Going back, we're going to listen to uh, 80, got 51. It's never happened to me. It's like anthrax. Hey, you have 5150? No. No, we don't. <laughs> but there's some quint sexuals down the street that probably have it. If you want to go fuck a pineapple, go fucking ahead. Hear that, Chris? It's sick. I know. I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking a beating here. <laughs> you know it's not you. Because oh, it is me because I love the Sammy era. Right, that's okay, but you, it's so okay. If it just came out as a thing called the mashed potatoes, and you went and bought the mashed potatoes fuck album and fifty one fifty, and what was the other one? Twins or equal? Oh, you eight one two balance. Balance. Fuck. I knew Lonnie and Donnie, the most famous Siamese twins in the world. They're from your part of the world. They were disgraced when that came out. <laughs> You can look up, look up Lonnie and Donnie. Just Google Lonnie and Donnie right now. You'd be like, they were disgraced. So I think if they were the mashed potatoes, it's just great. Great music. But if you're just enjoying Van Halen, ha, 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 this house of pain. House of hell. Whoa. Whoa, I'm hot for teacher. And then some fucking homosexuals come in and build a fucking Lincoln log cabin out of penises. It's a letdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's no, I never understood A that. Lincoln log cabin out of penises. Well, isn't that what it is? <laughs> right here, right now. That is a quote. Right here, right now. <laughs> Insanity. 
You know one time that a person that worked at Heavy Metal Television, it was about five, maybe six years ago, five, six years ago. Was his name The Rev? No. But anyway, he put up into the programming, ain't talking about love, but done with Sammy Hagar. No one knows where he is now. <laughs> like, there's no Adder's family. Like his wife, I think there's like a total. People dug graveyards up of like his ancestors. Go in the ocean. Yep, this is the guy that put Sammy Hagar doing ain't talking about love. Just dig it up. Yeah. It's bad news. Also, one of my biggest things in life that I could never do, like still trying to do, was uh, sit down with Alex Van Halen and do an interview which I thought I was going to do multiple times. Why didn't it happen? Because some weird shit. So, well, uh, Alex had a, there's a special phone call. You got to go. Could have been, it was just that sometimes. You got to go, dude. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, and if you look, there's not a lot of Alex Van Halen, or none. If there's an Alex Van Halen interview, it's like two seconds. Yeah. Even his his death statement about Eddie was just, you know, I'll see you on the other side, bro. Dweezil Zappa, Dweezil Zappa wrote like a small book, like a soliloquy that was really good. And he said, yeah, Alex, like, great times, bro. Yeah. See you later. There's no, there's really no, there's no telling what the hell, but Edward Van Halen was the best person to watch us blow and did crazy shit at a concert. Did Superman. How many times you heard this from Angus Young, Glenn tipped all of them? You know, he didn't do that shit. So I've been to a lot of Van Halen concerts. Last concert, I like Edward Van Halen so much. Last concert I went to, Valerie Bertinelli was sitting in the seat behind me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I tried to get it, but she was with her weird husband, Dork. He must be a billionaire because he was a dork. She still looked really good. <laughs> and I was like, I could work this out. But yeah, she sat in the seat behind me. Nice. But uh, yeah, great. It's just, again, this is like part of why it's great that your show is in a way kind of like TMZ. You guys might have pioneered this idea and helped TMZ. Is like you can talk about all kinds of issues, not just your subject. You know, their 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 subject was like uh, black women with oversized uh, asses or <laughs> drug addled. You know, like that's their show. Now they talk about all the news and the political issues and all that all that kind of stuff. Edward Van Halen has had his own pattern. Yeah, he did. That's the shit. That's the shit. Two boys go have a good time. What are you doing the rest of the night? You're just listening to Dawkins and Saxon, or you guys? <laughs> what? what? Uh, we, we, Why are you we, laughing? We, at al- that? we always have a lot on the table, Eric. I'm we laughing never- because I, you're laughing at me because I'm going to listen to some Dawkins. I had fucking like, you know. uh, a uh, little uh, Saxon Eagle has landed, and a little Dream Warriors ready to go. 
Always good. Like, oh, hey, he's a funny guy. This is my life, okay? I'm trying. Well, Eric, uh, yeah. you were very coherent tonight and had a lot to say, and we enjoyed it. Guys, you know what? I'm Shroomin. I'm Shroomin for the next time I come on here. That's it. <laughs> I'm personal. Well, well, you you uh, you definitely uh, filled a, a good hour of the show, and it was good stuff. It must be great. Is it, it great being up there where you guys are? And there's a little less oxygen. <laughs> we have to carry umbrella we're, we're, out so, here. We have we, certainly not spit. ascended to great heights here. We need here. to spit out the window. We have our little umbrellas, you know, stopping <laughs> it. So, but uh, yeah, just very great blessings to the classic metal show audiences hang in there folks there was no there was no democrats there was no republicans there was no gas stations when the woolly mammoth fell down you're gonna fall down enjoy <laughs> all right eric well i, I want you i want you. i want you to pick a song from van halen 2 from van halen 2 yeah uh does that have the song doa on it it does Get down tonight. Look at all the people here tonight. Woo! Exactly. That's another story. When you guys want to call me about the times I had to open up for David Lee Roth. <laughs> nice. Yep. Pretty sad for both of us. So um, best of luck to you guys. Thank you so much for giving me a little time because I was sad. I loved Edward Van Halen. I thought he was a champion. I don't even know what kind of music he was doing. I don't know if it's bubblegum, pop, metal, punk, retarded. I don't even know what the hell the guy was doing. It was always good. I love, I, I don't think there's anything better in American musical history almost than those. Not my favorite, but just the way it is. Those those first whatever six albums are are the stuff. Hail to the king. And uh, fuck you, pal. I'm going to go get a hand job. All right. Raccoon. Well, here it is. It's... Raccoon, though, not my wife. <laughs> All right, well, here it is from uh, Van Halen 2 with uh, DOA as chosen by Eric Braverman. So, Eric, we'll talk to you again. Very best. All right. Later. Yep.